Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did you miss me? What are you yes, talking he did. About? As you can see, Mad Dog Russo oh, is right there in studio. He's automatically going to complain because I'm not sitting in studio with them. But what he's not appreciating is that last week when he was damn near on the air snoring, having to get up at 4.30 in the morning for morning meetings to prepare for the show, your boy was with you. And despite the travel, despite the hectic schedule, I'm here right now, hyped and ready to go. My jacket looks better than yours. My tie is straighter than yours. My hairdo looks better than yours, even mm. though I'm losing stuff for crying out loud. It doesn't matter what it is, baby. It's Mad Dog Russo. It's Wednesdays. You know what time it is. And your boy, Stephen A, didn't miss it. I can do it for you, doggy. I say, ah, way to go. But I'll do it my way. Holla boys. Whoa. First takes in the house. Good day. Welcome into First Take on a wonderful Wednesday. Because I'm joined by Kimberly A. Martin, looking sparkling as usual. Christopher Mad Dog Russo, yes. great to see you. Nice to be here, of course. I know you're at the UConn game representing I was at your UConn. son. My father saw you. He didn't come down and say hello. He didn't we, want to bother you. We did last year. We came down and I we know, had a lot of fun times together. My dad liked that, though. He doesn't like to bother Good man. people. And yeah. where's the other guy? Where, hey, Steve. Hello? Oh, hey, hey, I got one issue with you. You didn't tell me you were going to L.A. I saw you yesterday. I, I didn't know about this. I didn't recall needing your permission. Oh, uh, so, my goodness. Know, I, mean, I, 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 am, I am here. Oh. You know, oh. I'm on the air. I'm ready oh. to roll. Oh, but okay. I, I mean, Molly, all I you had we to were do teammates. was say, all you, all you had to do was say you, gonna, you miss me. Things. That's all. That's how you do I mean, that. I, I miss you. I just thought you, you were going to be here. And, by the know. way, I have a more important issue. Who's that sitting in my chair? Who is that? That's Kimberly. I mean, That's Kimberly. let now, me Kim- upgrade. Kimberly, I don't appreciate this. Listen, listen, listen. You look great, I don't Kim. like Thank people... I don't like people who look better than me sitting in my chair. I mean, I, I mean, I need people that are uglier, okay? I mean, I, I, I need oh, people wow. that are less attractive, okay? Can, can we work that out? Y'all switch next time. Switch next time. <laughs> but I'll are you, what today. are you talking what? about? There's a handsome devil that I left. Look at that. My man came. Yeah. That isn't the right I thing. Mean, that's, what you, that's the step you want to get off today? Do you, if see, no. do, you, see, do you see that head of hair he's got slicked back? He's ready to go. Yeah, I'm he's ready spoken. to go. I got to get a haircut. It's a little long at the no. back. You do. You do. You do. Let you it do. flow. You do. Let you like hair. I like it. It's good. I like it. 64 years old. Not it's bad. better than Let's last week. It's better than last week. All right, let's talk some football. Steven, I got be gummies nice. myself. I got gummies myself. <laughs> oh, you got me. Yes, I don't want to know about <laughs> that. We're at the midway point of the NFL seasons. Let's look at the three teams with the best records in the NFL, starting with the Eagles, who are the first team to start at least 8-1 and one in back-to-back seasons since the Colts in 2005-2006. The defending champion Chiefs, 7-2, and two, outscoring their opponents over 7 points per game while also allowing just under 16 points per game. And speaking of defense, the Ravens, who are also 7-2, and two, have allowed the fewest points in the league, their fewest through nine games since their 2000 Super Bowl winning season. 
So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what I need to know, and I'm starting with you, Mad Dog. Are you higher on the Eagles or the Ravens? I have to be higher on the Eagles. To Eagle make a Super Bowl run. Uh, Eagles, for a couple of reasons. May I? Yes, you Number may. one, they have last year's tradition when they got to the Super Bowl and won a couple playoff games. Two, they're in the NFC, which is not as good as the AFC. So as a result, their road to the Super Bowl will be easier. No Joe Burrow, no Pat Mahomes. So that would be a little easier. Three, I don't quite trust the Ravens yet. Remember, the Ravens lost the Colts and the Steelers. Two so-so teams, and Minshew was the quarterback. Yeah. Number two, their two big claims to fame are the Lions and the Seahawks. The Lions were due for a bad game. They killed them. Seattle is an okay team. They're decent. They're not a great team. While, obviously, Philadelphia is going to be tested as the season moves along. Yeah. With, with, uh, obviously, Tough schedule. It's going to be harder with Philadelphia and San Francisco. Yeah. But the Ravens haven't played Buffalo. They haven't played – they played Cincinnati when Burrow was not 100%. They haven't played Kansas City. They played the Browns when the quarterback was out. So, I'm a little less – Believable, believing in the Ravens based on the body of work, who they played. The division was down early. They took advantage. Uh, they're very good. They're very dangerous. But the Eagles' conference is easier. To me, still have an easier road to get to uh, the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Okay, Kim? Doggy, it's so good to see you. Nice to see you. Um, and the fact that you don't believe it, you're not quite sold on the Ravens yet, it doesn't surprise me because you weren't sold on the Eagles last year, Jalen Hurts, at around this time. That's so, true. So, that, so that's okay. I'm going to go with the Ravens here, and here's why. Number one, my preseason Super Bowl pick was Ravens over 49ers in the Super Bowl. I'm going to stick with it. It feels like I'm nitpicking the Eagles because I think they are a tremendous team. But when we watch the Eagles from what they were a year ago, they don't look quite the same. Where I look at the Ravens, there's something different about this team. And you know what? The defense has been extremely impressive. I came mm. into the season thinking Lamar finally has weapons in the wide receiver room. This is going to be the year. He's already an MVP, MVP winner. You look at their offense. Just this past weekend, they put up 37. The defense doesn't allow a touchdown. They're playing with physicality on the defensive front, on the uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Geno Stone, we have to credit him. Six interceptions. Like, when you look at the Ravens, they bring physicality. They have a quarterback who can win you, the, win you a Super Bowl. And I look at the – you brought up the teams that they have to face. They haven't faced the Bills. They haven't faced the Chiefs. Again, you're talking about teams that – don't look the same as they did last year. There are questions about the Bills. There are questions about the Chiefs. As much as I think the Chiefs will turn it around, as much as Josh Allen can win you a Super Bowl, you got questions up and down this AFC, the entire conference. So if you're going to tell me the NFC is easier, okay. But when I look at the Ravens' schedule and who they have to face, the AFC North is the toughest division. And right now, they play the Browns like they lost. I, I, I understand they've lost to the Steelers, I believe. Um, I still think the Ravens are a good enough team within that division. And I don't see a team that I would be more scared of, in my opinion. In football. Steven? 
I'm a bit distracted for a particular second. Number one, Why? let's get something out of the way first. First of all, Kimberly, is that what is that blue or or, or, or like a purple? What, what what color is that on the screen? Because the lighting it's ro- is here. It's I'm royal it's blue. It is. It is royal, it's royal blue. blue. It's royal blue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You you look very very nice. Fingernails are ordinary, but everything else looks very very nice. Nothing Why am I bringing this up, Matt? Don't so, because okay. it's, stay with me. Stay with me because it's mm-hmm. getting on my damn nerves for you and Molly. Uh uh uh. What? Gary. Uh Money Mark. Uh, 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 you know, uh, Rodney, um, I'm looking at my other names here, uh, Chris, stop drooling over Molly and Kim. They I, they I, I, I'm just talking to my boys. They're getting on my nerves. They're texting me during the show talking about how phenomenally gorgeous these two women are. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. They I, all right? They're nice looking women, okay? My, to my boys, Thank shut you. the hell up and focus Thanks, on Rodney. the debate Thanks, element Chris. of the show. Who else? And stop what drooling is, who else? over who else? these Rodney, people. Don't wait Chris, at them, Who are other people? I want to Listen, forget that. Name. I gave the names to them. It's like seven of them. I only gave you four. <laughs> the drooling is getting on my damn nerves. Focus, fellas. Focus. It's embarrassing. You too, Cardell. Just calm down. Calm down, okay? Yeah. Let me get that out the way. That's number one. Number, just the drooling is ridiculous. Number two, getting back to the subject at hand. Better Super Bowl shot. Doggy, Kim, I'm going to have to say at this particular moment in time, Kimberly, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say at this moment in time, it's going to have to be the Ravens. Um, at some point in time, we got to pay attention. Now, I like the fact that the Eagles only have one loss in the season. I get all of that. But I'm watching Jalen Hurts hobble around. I'm watching a defense that bends a little bit too much. The combination of the two concern me. We can talk about the road less traveled. And with the fact that during the NFC, it doesn't seem as tough. But the Eagles are going to make it look tough because they're not as proficient as they were last year. Here's what I'm looking at for the Ravens. I'm looking at a defense that's number one in scoring defense. Number one in scoring defense. Number one in red zone defense. Number one in sack. Number two in total defense overall. The brothers are elite on the defensive and defensive side of the ball. That's number one. We got a quarterback in Lamar Jackson that's not only a league leader in completion percentage, he's also leading the league in rushing. And the last time that's happened from the quarterback position was Steve Young, I believe it was the year 1994. I'm looking at those things, what this brother's bringing to the table in terms of his efficiency, how lethal he appears to be, combined with the defense that's just running rough shot. The two biggest games... Two of the biggest games, not the biggest, but two of the biggest games this year was when the Detroit Lions came into Baltimore. And obviously, we were looking at Seattle. They didn't get beat. They got stomped. They got ramrodded. They got annihilated. These brothers have risen to the occasion. Now, I don't understand how in the hell they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers with how anemic their offense has been. And you know I love my man Mike T, Mike Tomlin, and I didn't blame him for chirping at the media the way that he did yesterday. That's a different subject for later on in the show. But in the end, I'm looking at Baltimore. Defense wins championships, points win games. We obviously know what Baltimore is capable of doing offensively because of Lamar Jackson. What we didn't anticipate, doggy, was the defense being this elite. They are on another level right now. And because of that, and the road needing to come through Baltimore in all likelihood when we look at the AFC playoff picture, I would say at this moment in time, because of the health of Jalen Hurts being questionable and the Philadelphia Eagles defense being suspect, I would say better Super Bowl shot would be the Baltimore Ravens. All right. If Cincinnati next Thursday night, Mm -hmm. if they beat the Ravens in Baltimore – you will no Different longer say that, correct? Totally true. Totally true. You Not know why, Doggy? You know why? You know why? Because it's fluid. It's fluid. It's fluid. It's fluid. No, no. 
It's fluid. Not this. This. Oh. This. Keep it there you go. It's fluid. There we go. They have the Browns go. and the Bengals in the next two weeks. Browns might have the best defense in football. And yeah. Cincinnati looks good. Healthy quarterback playing well next Thursday night. So that's two games we've got to keep an yeah, eye on. Yeah, absolutely. You want the final word or you want me to roll? Oh, you can roll. We, okay. we, put, we put Mad Dog in his place. So. No, you yeah. didn't. Oh, come on. Take no. it easy. I'm, I'm, on, place. I'm on your team. Don't Thank worry. you. You always <laughs> appreciate I'm on your team all day. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, you want to talk about Stephen A's friend? One of his besties. Who is this? Oh, Big Jerry. Jerry Jones. Oh, my God. Making his weekly radio appearance. And I'm not sure what to make of this sound on backing Dak after their loss to Philly. Maybe you guys can explain it to me because I'm confused. Take a listen. We should be able to get there if Dak will play games like that. Now, I know that's maybe a little uh, different thing to hear from me. But if Dak can have those kinds of games, we can, I think, get where we want to be this year. Okay. Do you want to react to the sound yeah, before? Yeah. I, no, before I ask the question, do you have anything to say about that actual sound? Yeah. Number one, yeah. Uh, enough of Jerry on the radio, please. Yeah. Well, uh, that's not I changing. So, oh, that. I know it that's isn't because changing. you know. They, but oh my You're God, who it. wants to listen to that? Go ahead. I do have continue. a suggestion. Do you have a I do reaction? Have a suggestion What's the suggestion? Jerry even? I do have a suggestion for, you know, what is that, 105.3? I think that's yeah, the fan. That's what he's on. The fan. They, they've had me on. If you really, really want, if you really, I mean, not to say that they don't have ratings because they're a very successful show in that locale, but the bottom line is if you really, really want it, you'd bring me and my buddy Jerry Jones on together for a segment. Just have oh. us on together, one of those segments. I mean, oh, the, the I thought ratings he was going to say Stephen A. Rules. and Molly. It's just a suggestion. Oh, it's just Jerry. a suggestion. I, I kind of know a thing or two about ratings, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think that that would, it would definitely be a plus. Well, he's Stephen A., have we not God. shown you enough love today? Jeez, you're Have cocky. we not shown you enough? I mean, come on. Yesterday, we literally had a, a not Stephen you. A. I was at a Stephen uh, A. celebration yesterday. Yes, Winston I was Salem at- showed me love. Don't lie you know to America. You actually were very nice to me yesterday, do, Molly. I mean, it was an aberration. It oh, threw me off. Do not lie to America. You very, very nice. Thank very you. nice. I mean, okay. I mean, a dead clock's right, to, right, 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 twice a day. But I mean, once a year, you're that nice to me. You were very, you were very touching. I must say. Yeah. I, yeah. You were very nice Watch to the me. Tape. Touched my yeah. heart. Yeah. Did they show highlights of Stephen A's great game in practice before he got no. <laughs> scored 30 points? We saw some picks. He was a cute little whippersnapper. Yep. I would have liked Running to have those seen streets. That. Okay. Yeah. All but right. I wasn't invited. I so said, I, me, another story. Okay, relax. Uh, nothing relax. Invited. You're going to be at the Super Bowl with us in Ooh, Vegas. Never let I think go. you'll be okay. You'll be at the Super Bowl. You'll be at the Super Bowl in Vegas. And I'm taking you and Mrs. Mad Dog out to dinner personally. I promised her that. Gosh, you're taking a lot of people out to dinner. He's never. He's never. Not you. I don't want to go to dinner nothing. with you. I, I never see you. I know, Molly. That's why I'm not taking you. you. Can I tell you, Mad Dog, when I go to stadiums, the first thing people say to me is, Kimberly, keep giving it to Stephen A. I love I love, oh, they love you on it. TV. Oh, they do. I, love, I watch you every day. I'm not on TV every day, but they feel like they, I'm on TV every day schooling that's Stephen just A. That's showing me love. I, see, you're not reading it right. That's oh, just I their way the showing wrong. me love. That's what it is. Kimberly Martin. Kimberly Martin, whose mama loves me? Whose mama loves me? Camille loves tell you, him. yeah. Tell yes, my mama. Loves you. Right. Mama, mama Mart loves Camille. Camille's a great name. This is right, she let's, does. Let's get, to the, let's get to the debate I, right here, um, if we could please do that. Would you like to kick me off? Yeah, I'll get okay. you started. So, uh, has Dak been the best NFC quarterback? No, he hasn't. Hurts is the better quarterback. I mean, what did we forget about the Dallas game? And we forgot about the Arizona game. 
So I know Hurts played badly against the Jets, and he's been hobbling, but he's got a better record. He just beat Dak, and they're two games ahead. So you can't say he's the best quarterback in the, in the NFC. Here's the one thing about Dallas, and I know you guys probably did this for the last 48 hours. Can Dallas win a big game? Once in a while, can Dallas go in in a big spot on the road and win a game? So now that they lose another close game and he steps out of bounds on a two-point conversion, which would have changed the whole outcome because it would have kicked the field goal at the end and who knows in overtime. Can, so now, Jerry, instead of lamenting the fact that, again, they can't win a big game, now he's going to tell us because Prescott played well, and he did. Now he's going to tell us, well, hold on now. Okay, we lost, but there's a silver lining. So now Jerry's going to give us two things. If they ever win these games, hey, look at us. But when we lose the games, at least we had Prescott play well, and away we go. Here's the thing about Dallas. They're the fifth seed in the NFC. That's all you need to know. They're not winning the division. They're two and a half behind. They're probably going to have to be on the road back-to-back weeks, three straight weeks. They're going to have to play the NFC. You know their schedule is real easy, though. It is, but they're not going to catch Philly. They're two and a half back. Compared, compared, have you seen Philly's schedule? If If you look at Philly's schedule... In those games, if you pick those games, that Philly's got, you would still pick the Eagles as the favorite in each of those games. And like, remember, Dallas does play at Buffalo and at Miami. Mm-hmm. Those are games they could easily lose. And the Eagles finished the season with the Giants twice and Arizona. So their last three oh, games, that's a joke. they're going to win all three. Yeah. Eagles, Kim, the Eagles are going to win the division. Uh, and if the Eagles win the division, that puts Dallas in the, in, in the, in the, in the wild card, yeah. three straight road games. Why doesn't Jerry say that on the radio? Yeah. Hey, guys, here's the bottom line. Once again, we're in a tough spot on the road. Instead of telling me how great Dak Prescott Well, here's was. the thing. Here's why. Because against the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, Dak was a leading passer in that game. He had, he had better numbers in that game. And he played well. And he played well. And what I hate right now is because we're looking at he didn't stay in bounds. Like, had he stayed in bounds? Like, it's at the point where Dak has to be perfect. And I think that's why Jerry's quote on the radio troubles me because he's saying, you know, if Dak plays like that, we should be in a good spot, which is something I don't, re- I, I don't often say. It's not all on Dak. And they came into the season saying it wouldn't be on Dak. We're going we're gonna to make sure that everything else around him is better. And right now they still are relying on him. To get to the question, though, Dak has not been the best QB in the NFC. It is still Jalen Hurts. It's a hard question after a game like Dak just had coming off this weekend. But when you look at Jalen Hurts over the last two games, 566 total yards, seven touchdowns. He's 25-2 and two in his last 27 starts. Like, Jalen may not look like the Jalen from last year who had an MVP season had he not gotten hurt down the stretch. So he may not look the same, but he still is playing in the totality. And the Eagles themselves in their totality are better than the Cowboys right now. I agree. Um, Hi, Steve. Uh, um, excuse me. The, the question, oh, my God. has Dak been the best quarterback in the National Football no. Conference? Answer is no. Um, has anybody forgotten about Jared Goff? We're just going to ignore that. Jared Goff has completed 68% of his passes. He's record is 6-2. and two. That's a game better than uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I saw three losses uh, by the Dallas Cowboys this year to Arizona. Obviously a blowout loss to San Francisco. And then they lost to Philadelphia. I saw at least two of those games or at least two games this season where Dak has completed less than 60% of his passes. I'm looking at Jared Goff, 12 touchdowns, five interceptions, 2,174 yards passing, which is more than Dak, completing 68% of his passes. They're in first place in the NFC North. They're 6-2, and two, got the best record in the, and the second best record in the NFC. And then we also have to take into account, statistically speaking, 
every game this season, with the exception of the opener, which he completed nearly about 63% of his passes. This is Jared Goff. 80%, 66, 67, 71, 68, 62, 70% of his passes. One game where they wet the bed, they got blown out by Baltimore. Every other game, even the game that they lost to Seattle, the second game of the season, they lost in overtime, 37 and 31. You look at Jared Goff, for the most part, take out the Baltimore game, he's been a model of consistency. They've been winning football games, and I don't think that we can ignore that. He's been better than Dak Prescott. As far as I'm concerned, as a quarterback, he's been better than Jalen Hurts. That's not to say he is better, but I'm talking about he's performed better thus far this year. We all believe primarily it's because of the health of Jalen Hurts. He's been compromised. He's been a bit gimpy. He can't scramble the way that he normally could, can't create, can't extend plays the way he normally could. We get it that it's health more so than ability. But in the end, Jared Goff has been the best quarterback in the NFC. We got to acknowledge that. It's a little strong. It's a, they didn't play San it's Francisco. Not, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's hold a little on, strong. You're wrong. Strong. It's not, it's not, no, no. It's okay, not okay, strong. Enough, to, enough, it's, enough, hold enough. on. Hold on, Molly. It's strong to say he is the best quarterback. It's strong uh-huh. to say there's a resume that says that. No, I'm talking about for the first half of this season, confined to that. The proof is in the pudding. Jared Goff has been the best quarterback in the NFC. Okay. I'll give you that because he often gets overlooked. Excuse me. Let's get somebody who's on the other side of this argument to please help you all out. Oh, oh. Jeff Saturday. Best hair, best baby blues. Baby blues. Baby blue eyes. Welcome to the party. We always make room for all blue eyes. Can you talk some sense into these folks? What's going on? Where where are we at? Has Dak been the best NFC quarterback? Yes. Dak has been. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, listen. That's why I was interrupting you, Stephen A. Man, I have heard – listen, I have heard Stephen A. disparage my man Dak for too long. Ooh. I'm, I'm done with my man Stephen A. talking. I'm on get up. He's taking shots at my man Lou Riddick. Tagging hey, the wrong we, people. Hey, we, wow. we, we coming at you right now, You Stephen mean Mr. Chippendales? You mean Mr. <laughs> Chippendales? That's what I was getting on. That's what I was getting on. Mr. Chippendales. Hey, hey, this is the real deal. If you think about what Dak Prescott has done, because we all talked about this in the preseason of, um, you know, no more Zeke. It's going to be a – but we're going to be a physical football team. We're going to be this. We're going to be that for Mike McCarthy. What has it turned into? It's turned into the Dak show. And Dak had the the opportunity to win against Philadelphia. They did not win against Philadelphia, not because of Dak Prescott. Right? He, he has played well enough. You look at the last three weeks, he's by far been the best. But you look at just their stats overall comparing him to Jalen Hurts and the way they have gone. And you, what you are doing with Jared Goff is you are taking the team approach of which quarterback is better. Right? You're like, well, they've been really good in Detroit. Right? Jared Goff. But this is a physical football team that has beat most people up. Minus the Ravens, right? Like where they got they got boat raced themselves. But this team has played physical football on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And Jared Goff mm-hmm. it has has run this offense to an elite level. I'm not taking anything away oh. from him. But Dak Prescott has been asked to do more and continues to be asked to do more. And then we discredit it because of the win-loss record, right? And and Hold so it. do you think that the Eagles beat the, the Cowboys because of Dash, Dak Prescott? Well, first of all, I'm very disappointed in your soliloquy right there. It's completely <laughs> lost, and I'm going to correct you on that. That's number one. Now, here's the deal. 
First of all, you're not watching First Take enough because that was Shannon that disparaged Dak, not me. I actually gave Dak credit yesterday for his performance against Philadelphia. I was at that game. I was in the house, so you know that meant it mattered because I ain't spending time wasting time going <laughs> to places that don't matter. That's number one. Number two, and most importantly, what I'm saying is this. Dak has had a good season. I'm not trying to malign him in that regard. I just don't believe he's going to step up in big moments when it really, really counts come postseason. But I religiously pointed out he always produces in a regular season. He definitely does that from September to December, that could get things done for you. It's when January arrives that he knows dots. But, but he's in this particular instance, Jeff Saturday, you educated me about this. You <laughs> talked about just because a team is physical and they've got other components around them that are effective doesn't take away from the job that Jared Goff is doing. You can't do that, Jeff. That's not the Jeff Saturday I know. You would still recognize that Jared Goff is having a pretty damn good season. Absolutely. And a boat race, to use your word, against Baltimore is the only hiccup he's had the entire season. The right. only hiccup. Yeah, so so my, my question would be this. They so San Fran boat raced the Cowboys, right? They 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 played Final word yes. here. They pl- they played poorly, right? Dak Prescott yeah. did not play well, right? You you looked at Arizona game. What happened? That they got physically handled by Arizona. They got okay. run all over. So Dak's That's in this twice. kind of position to so come two back. Games. But those okay. So but what? But my point to you is this: is Dak Prescott? When you look at you're talking about January. We're not in January, yeah. right? We're in okay. the middle of the season of this part of sure. the season. And you ask me which quarterback quarterback is the best in the right. NFC right now. Dak Prescott has played we, the best of those guys. We got to roll. Can you stay? Absolutely. All right, I'm everybody staying. stay. I'm, oh, I'm stay. Can hey, I stay. Stephen A. I'm looking it's, at you, dog. We're ready. It's SA versus the world. He's scared of you. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. 
Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems, with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Today, we might have huge developments in the sign-stealing scandal involving Michigan. The Wolverines have until today to respond to the Big Ten's notice of disciplinary action and a punishment to head coach Jim Harbaugh could come soon after. Here's Stephen A. on this subject yesterday. Take a listen. The Michigan Wolverines should be banned from the college football playoffs until the investigation is complete. You do not get to go to the college football playoff and rob potentially another institution from getting one of those final four spots. If it is open, the, the possibility is open that you may have cheated to get your way there. There he is, the mouth of the South, Paul Feinbaum. Paul, great to have you with us. You know what? I'm going to save the pleasantries for another day because I want to dive right into this one, Paul. Do you agree with what Stephen A. had to say? I don't, Molly. I think he has part of it right. Something needs to happen. But, but I, I feel badly about 
penalizing the players on this team who probably had no idea what was going on. They may have benefited, but they had no idea. To me, the culprit is the most obvious one, and that's Jim Harbaugh. So, Stephen A., I think Harbaugh should be suspended indefinitely, uh, not allowing him to coach a, another game, uh, and especially the playoffs, if this investigation continues down the current path. But, but I, I feel very strongly that the team should not be kept out because otherwise uh, you're, really, uh, you're really getting too far ahead of this process. The Big Ten has the ability to stop the coach. Uh, they can suspend him for two games and then with special dispensation, they, they can keep him out longer. And I think they should because it's pretty obvious that they believe he has committed transgressions. Why do I say that? Because the Big Ten commissioner has already met with the university. They've already gathered information. What they're really waiting for now is a formal dispensation of this case. Now, I, I think they will do that, and I, I don't know what Harbaugh has up his sleeve. He may, he may hire a bunch of lawyers, I'm sure he has, and, and try to file some temporary injunction. But, but ultimately, the Big Ten commissioner is the only person in charge. And some, I'm sure people watching are saying, well, what about the NCAA? Well, the NCAA uh, couldn't put away a, a group of schools who were involved in a FBI wiretapping case where the evidence was pretty clear. They're certainly not going to be able to move with uh, exp expeditious speed in this case. So, Stephen A., uh, you're not completely wrong in your intent, but I, I think punishing the team is totally wrong. In all seriousness, all joking aside, I respectfully disagree with you, Paul Farnbaum, and I'm not trying to throw the players under the bus. I understand that they're, they're victims in all of this. They're not culprits. They don't have anything to do with this. They followed the instructions of their coach and their coaching staff, and they went out and they played and they performed to the best of their ability. Uh, but in the end, if they were positioned to have an unfair advantage over the opposition because they knew what plays to anticipate and what plays to call, it's still unfair to players from other teams. We've got one-loss teams, Alabama, Oregon, Texas, okay? Obviously, you look at Oregon. I mean, listen, you got one big victory uh, over Utah, if I remember correctly. That came against Utah, but you're a team playing a safety at tailback and you got a formal walk-on at your quarterback position. So people are going to look at that. They look at Alabama with five, you know, with five wins against uh, FBI, uh, FBI teams, football power index. They've got as many wins as Texas and Oregon combined. We get all of that. We understand all of that. But here's where the biggest thing comes into play. What I'm trying to do, Paul, is emphasize the importance of expediting a conclusion to the investigation. If you allow anybody in college football to slow roll this process, okay, and it's open-ended, there's no conclusion, doggy. there's no conclusion, Paul Feinbaum, and the Michigan Wolverines go into the college football playoffs with this specter hovering over their university that indeed they may have been assisted, then you got a problem. Now we got a college football playoffs where we're talking about the potential of somebody having cheated their way there. Now, of course, the coach is the culprit. Of course, there's no doubt about that. And I'm not saying he knew or didn't knew, but ultimately he's responsible. As they say, we get that. But we also know in big time college athletics and put four bomb up on that screen so I can look at it when I'm saying this, please. It's very important here. You've got a situation where Jim Harbaugh, you got jobs waiting for you on the NFL level in all likelihood. You're making money hand over foot what real level of punishment comes that way what serves as a deterrent what serves as an impediment to such actions is knowing the collateral damage that that ultimately could be implemented i am in no way indicting the university of michigan per se or the players what i'm saying is 
Kids play at Oregon, too. They play at Alabama, too. They play at Texas as well. They play at Florida State, etc. If one of these teams are out because Michigan is in, but the investigation is still open and they're like, well, we don't know really what happened. We don't know really who the culprit is. We haven't really decided. We're continuing to investigate. That's a bad look. All I'm calling for is a conclusion. Tell me the crime wasn't big enough. Tell me there's not enough evidence. Tell me that you've absolved them or exonerated them from the level of guilt that's been attached to them. And I'm good with it. What can happen is we don't know. We're still looking into this matter, but they're in the playoffs. That's bad. That cannot happen. That's all I'm saying. I agree with Paul on this, uh, Stevie. The problem of taking Michigan out of the Final Four, if in fact you think you know they have to punish them because it's unfair to Oregon and Texas, is then the winner of the Final Four is going to say, no, well, "Hold on, now you didn't get through Michigan." So uh, you put an asterisk next to the champion because Michigan's undefeated and they've killed everybody. So and all of a sudden, if you take Michigan out. The winner of that Final Four is going to say, hold it now. All right, because a lot of people think this is a bunch of nonsense. They won every game by 50 points anyway. They didn't need this nonsense to go out there and be undefeated. And then if you take them out of that Final Four and Georgia beats, you know, Texas, they say, well, you know what? The Michigan fans are going to sit there and say it's a joke Final Four because Michigan should have played in it because they were unbeaten. Harbaugh's a different story. Harbaugh's a different story. You want to suspend Harbaugh, I'm all for it. And Petiti, who's the Big Ten commissioner, who's smart and good, I think he's got to do that and quickly. And I think a fair suspension where you kind of split the baby in half and make everybody happy, Harbaugh should be suspended immediately for the remainder of the regular season. That means Penn State and Ohio State, he can't coach. And then he can come back if, in fact, they are particip participants. He can come back. And, put, and coach in the Final Four. I think that's what they should do. And I'll tell you something else. What? If Michigan threatens lawsuits, here's what you do. You tell these other Big Ten presidents, hey, call the Michigan president and say, hey, take your punishment. Take your beating. Lay low. Don't threaten lawsuits. Accept it. And Jim can come back on January 1st. You missed the three games. I think if they did that, everybody, I'd be okay with it. Paul would be okay with it. And I think down deep, you would be okay with it. I... Don't know who the hell I am on television with this morning. As far as I'm concerned, I'm looking at two guys who are Hall of Famers, <laughs> the mouth of the South. This dude, you've been four decades. I cannot believe what I am hearing this morning from you two. I'm talking about historical evidence. Historical evidence. I'm talking about you two. Where you would religiously hold what people evidence? accountable. And all of a sudden it was like, yo, now it's just Harbaugh and not the program. That's not the Mad Dog Russo and Mouth of the South Paul Feinbaum that I've been listening to all of these years. I don't know who the hell I'm listening to this morning. I can't believe what y'all are saying. I cannot believe it. Well, let me tell you who you're listening to, Stephen. Now, you're listening to somebody who is trying to be fair. And, and I, I, it's hard to be fair in this because on one level, we're saying suspend him. On the other level, we're saying don't agree with you and, and wipe them out. But they're, they're st we're still fairly early in this. I, I don't think you have a lot of time to look into it. But I, I'm willing to give Petiti at least a little more time. 
Uh, but it, the, the problem with letting Harbaugh around is there's a stench around Jim Harbaugh right now. I mean, everywhere he goes, it smells. Uh, everywhere he goes, it, it, it taints the process. So I don't want to see him on the sideline this week. I don't want to see him against Ohio State. I don't want to see him in the Big Ten championship game. I don't want to see him in the playoff games. Because if you look at Jim Harbaugh on that sideline, it looks like it's a tainted process. I can live. I, I'm not crazy about it, Stephen A., but I'm trying to be fair, even though I'm sure Michigan fans are throwing eggs at the television and trying to hit all three of us at the same time. But I'm trying to be fair to the university. The university is, we think, is just finding out. Give, give the, give the, give the Big Ten commissioner a little more time. And quite frankly, he's the guy on the clock. But just to, just to completely wipe this program out from the playoffs, uh, because they haven't even played but, in their but, competitive game yet. They I, will I, Saturday, I, and they will later. But Stephen, hey, I, I mean, I, you, you're coming after me. I am shocked at you. I've always known you as one of the fair people in this in the in I industry. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's happened to you. I really don't. But, but wait a minute. But, because I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying. I'm not saying make that decision today. What am I misconstruing? What I'm saying is, what, in other words, with the college football playoff participation. I am mandating you have got to close this investigation. You've got to find a conclusion. You cannot let them go into the postseason, be one of the final four teams with, a, with, with an open-ended situation. That's what I'm saying. Come to a conclusion. You exonerate okay. them or you can indict them. You cannot sit up there and say so the saying, investigation is still by ongoing, the, by but the they day, can get into the playoffs. If, let me ask you this. You're saying by the day the committee makes the decision, do I hear you correctly? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, doggy, I think let me let me back away from my histrionics. I think that makes a little more sense. I, I thought you were just saying, you know, wipe them out right now, but but no. I I, th I think at some point, okay. Well, that's why we're having this conversation. I know I know millions of people are watching while we're talking, but that's fair. I just want to make sure I understood that. Doggy well, I think, listen, bottom line is to take Michigan out of the Final Four, they didn't take the World Series away from the Astros. They didn't take the Super Bowl away from the Patriots with Spygate. They didn't do anything with the Flategate. Doug, so can I ask you a question? To wipe out the season. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Stay right there. Is ridiculous. Stay right there. Last word. Stay right there. The trash, can, the trash can controversy involving the Astros. Had you known about that going into the world, going into the postseason, you going to sit up there and say they should still be there? No, I you wouldn't have. Suspended, You'd have been like, no. I would have suspended Hinch. I would have suspended Cora. And I would have suspended the, a couple of those players, Bregman and Altuve. But I oh, can't oh, okay. wipe out the season, Steve. Time, time out. Time, you can't time wipe out, time out, out the but, season. Time out. But you can identify because that that's because you would be able to identify who were the violators. In the case of Michigan, if I got a coach that knows plays and schematically you're giving the players an advantage, that's problematic to competition. That's not the players' fault, Michigan Steve. Last week, you got to fire Paul, Paul, at, That's uh, not the players' fault. Paul, Paul, I was at Michigan the other day giving a speech. I was a part. I was, I was speaking at the sports business conference, okay? And I literally was on campus yards away from the big house on campus, and I told those damn people to their face, you know what? You cannot be in the postseason if there's, if, 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 if there's no conclusion. You can't walk into the postseason with questions as to whether or not you cheated your way there. You can't do that. You but can't Steve, do that. There are no questions. They are good. They didn't need that. They've won every game 50 to nothing. They didn't win a close game against anybody. 
You can't punish that year based on that. That's not fair. Harbaugh different. Get him out. I have no problem with that. You're a thousand percent right. Suspend him until next year. I think three games so, so, is sufficient. So if I know this team, so if I know this team, you can't wipe out this body of work. Based so if on I'm this. scouting and I know this team is running these plays, this is where they're going to run it. This is how they're going to run it. This is who they're going to get the ball to. This is what they're going to do. And that level of transparency works to my advantage because I got somebody secretly violating rules and scouting other teams and giving them an but, unfair advantage. You're trying to tell me the, the, I, I, I got to sit up there and look out for the players at the expense of other players from other programs? No, no, fellas. No, no. I disagree. Paul, Paul final no. world. Yeah, I just want to make one quick point. I think what, what the reason the onus is on Harbaugh here is because he was losing until this started happening, doggy, and you know that. He was about to get fired three years ago, and all of a sudden he started winning. He went to the playoff two years ago. He went to the playoff last year, and he has one of the top teams in the country this year. And beat Why? Ohio State. Because it looks like he's been cheating. And Fair. beat Ohio Plus. State. And beat Ohio State. Yes. He should not coach the rest of the year. I'm, I'm with you. So the players should play, right. even though they, yes. they, they had an event. Yes. yes. Even though There's they had an event. players on that team. Yes, Steven. Well, what about the 100 players on the other teams? They were going to lose list? anyway, Steven. It was 42 How do you know that? in these games. How do you know that? How Bowling do you know Green? that? Bowling Green was going to beat Michigan, Steve? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the players from the other that, – that, Oh, could be eligible Rutgers, for the college no, football player. No, he's talking Michigan's about the CFP. He's somebody. talking about the CFP spot that they're going to take a spot yes, from a team. But that they won't win the games about. anyway, Steve. Alabama, well, Paul, Alabama, from what Paul's Alabama's saying, we're not so Alabama. sure that would have happened. He was struggling Oregon. as a coach. Yeah, and then I'm the, talking about this just, year particularly. Yeah, Rutgers, Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska. I'm not talking about These that. These teams stink. I'm they talking about who's going to be robbed. I'm talking about who's going to be robbed of a college football playoffs because Michigan is in. Hey. I'm not talking about the Bowling Greens. I'm Oregon. talking about somebody who's going to be left on the outside. Oregon, go beat Washington. Alabama, go beat Georgia. Texas, go do your thing and you won't be robbed. Fine. Take care of your Fine. own thing. And you what if wrong. they do and they still wrong. don't? And what if they do? What if they do and still don't get in because Michigan gets to be ahead of them? What if, if, that you susp- if you suspend Harbaugh now and they beat Penn oh, State, it. Ohio oh, stop State, it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop. That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. It don't make you're no lost. sense what you're you saying. You're, you're, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. I don't care what you well, say. You're just wrong. get it on a record. You're, you're saying suspend him or fire him? Suspend him. Don't fire him. You can't fire him. Suspend him. Oh, you don't even talk about firing him. Suspend you don't even talk about firing him. That's painful enough. Paul agrees. Suspend him. For who? What do you mean? You're probably going to Cancun and send us to kill us something. Games. It's talking about. Oh, please. Go ahead, Paul. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. It's ridiculous. You're wrong. You're wrong, man. Don't make no damn sense. Go ahead, Paul. All right, Paul. I'm Paul. I'm going to say last word for like the eighth time because this was good. So obviously we let it go. But really the final word here. And then we got to get a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm heading to the ER. I have whiplash listening to these two guys right now. But, but, but Bali, let's not forget, uh, this program's already under investigation by the NCAA. I mean, this, is, this program is, is really uh, is sleazy. Uh, and, and, but, I, I, but it's because of the, the, the guy in charge. It's not because of the players who are playing for him. Doggy, you won this debate. Let's move on. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Paul, great to see you. No, he didn't. Okay. Yes, I, I, don't, I love you to death, Paul. Right, you guys, know I love over. you to death. I don't I give a damn you. what hey, you or hey. him say. Y'all are wrong. Hey. What's the matter with you? I was supposed to be in another block by now. Multiple commercial breaks we've missed. Can I go? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.